Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right. Lib, you welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of All Ball Chicago. I'm your co-host, Robert Bobby Reed, and I got the legend, the NBA veteran, the McDonald's All-American, your host, Marcus Liberty, in the building. What's up, Marcus? What's going on, my beautiful people? And, and we got a special guest up in here. I remember from way back in the days, Cone School. I got to put that in there because they all wanted, to, they wanted me to shout that out. But he from Cone School, Playground, uh, Carver High School, killer at Carver High School. Went on to Texas El Paso to do his thing. Then drafted to the NBA first round. Give it up, man, for Tim Hardaway, the killer crossover, man. What's yeah. up, Tim? Nothing, man. Like I said, man, just surviving, you know. Just can't wait to basketball season start and um, watch my son play. You know, that's that's about it, man. Got a graduation tomorrow. My daughter is graduating from uh, high school, and she's going to Georgia State next year. I mean, well, starting in September, so that's all. That's what's up, Tim, man. That's what's up. Well, Tim, man, we are excited to have you on, man. We were trying to get you. I know your schedule was kind of busy. You've been out there running the 60-40 with Kendall and getting that in, man. So I've been watching you guys, man. I, I We used to do that in, in college, man. So Kendall tweaked it and, and made it to something special, man. So he's doing big things with that, man, that 60-40, man. So I've been watching you guys. But Tim, man, you know we want we want our Chicago guys to come on here and bless us, man, with with some of their knowledge, you know, the game, some of the things that you've been doing. Uh, and and let, we're gonna start off with you know you growing up in Chicago. Uh, who actually you know put that rock in your hand, man? Before before all of the Tim killer crossovers and that one two Texas step, <laughs> all that before all that, who put the rock in Tim Hardaway's hand? Well, my dad put the rock in my hand, Donald Hardaway. He was a playground legend. He used to play with Bobby Dace and Nate Crew across the, the city of Chicago. And uh, I used to just go watch him play. And the only thing I could do at that time was sit on a basketball and, um, you know, come out there when timeouts or halftime or right before the game. You know, just like we always did when we was young, try to make a basket, couldn't touch the rim, couldn't throw it to the net, anything like that. So my dad put the ball in my hand. And, um, you know, I just went from there, you know, Donald Pittman at Cone High School. I tried out for the seventh grade basketball team in sixth grade. And, um, you know, I made that team. And he said, come out for the eighth grade team. Man, when I came out there for the eighth grade team, man, it, it was giants out there. I was small. It was wow. giants out there, man. I was, and I was, I was still playing, you know, I was still doing my thing and, and it wasn't phasing me, but I was too short to stick anybody, you know, I was too short to, you know, to, uh, 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 to guard anybody. So I couldn't play on the, on the eighth grade team. I had to wait a year. So I played on, he had like a seventh grade and a sixth grade team. So I played on that team and, you know, we just, we, we practiced every day. We had calisthenics every day. We ran around the gym 15 minutes, uh, before we did the calisthenics, after we did calisthenics, then we, you know, went into our fundamentals of dribbling, passing, layups, uh, drop stepping, um, you know, left hand, right hand. It was just the fundamentals of basketball. And that's where I got to learn how to play, really to understand and to play the game of basketball. And it took me from, you know, that the fundamentals of Donald Pittman at Cone Elementary High School took me that took me through my whole career because you have to have fundamentals to go back to 
And I always went back to my fundamentals when I needed to in your course of your career, you know, if it's high school, if it's college or if it's MBA. So I had something that I built that I could go back to that um, kept me humble and mm -hmm. made me get to where I need, you know, get my stroke back or, or get my confidence back or whatever. So that's, that's where it started at, man. And then went to high school with Carver High School, then Texas El Paso with, you know, the great, you know, Don Haskins, then the great Don Nelson and the great Pat Rowley. You know, I played for three Hall of Fame coaches, you know, which was, uh, which was a blessing. Um, you were lucky. You had some good coaches, Tim. Man, Cause, I was – Because I know Pimples in that I'm, ass. What? I'm, 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 I'm going to tell you something, man. You know, you got to have some good coaching – to make it, man, I had some great coaches in my life. Donald Pittman, Donald Pittman started it off. And if it wasn't because of him, I probably would have never made it. Because that instilled the fundamentals and how I need to play and the confidence I need to play going into my career. Without that, man, I couldn't, man. That's what's up. Man, I, could, I wouldn't be here today, man, without without that tutelage at that, at, in sixth grade. So, yeah, I had some great coaches, man. But Donald Pittman, he put me on the map, man. He put, he put, he instilled that, that confidence in me. And Don, Don, Don Pittman, man, is a great guy and a great coach. Oh, no, great guy, too. Yep. Yeah. No we question. might have him on next Thursday. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's good. He'll like that. Yeah, man. And, uh, but Tim, you said, you know, your, your dad did his thing on the streets and, and on the hoop game. And then you got Don Pittman, you know, who laid, you know, the foundation basically giving you the fundamentals and, and pushing you uh, to that greatness. And then now it's off to high school. You know, you go to Carver. Um, was Carver the only school that would, that you was going to go to or was Finger in, in the hunt too? Because man, I know I'm, I'm going to tell you this story, man. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's crazy, all right? Back in the day, you know, we had a lottery. So at Cone, we was in this Finger lottery. Mm -hmm. And that's the only school I didn't want to go to. <laughs> man, I heard some, I mean, some crazy stories about Finger. I mean, I mean, literally crazy stories about Fink. So, of course, I get the lottery going to Finger. My mom and I, we walked up in Finger. It was, it, you, you know that movie, <laughs> Lean On Me? <laughs> with, 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 uh, with the, with the, uh, with the club. Uh, yeah, with, with the said, Yeah, you walk in, man. It was so much graffiti on that wall. <laughs> it was people not going to class. It was just like, I swear to God, when he walked in that school and he was like, he was just looking around, it was just like that. Me and my mom, probably, we probably took 10 steps. And my mom <laughs> said, oh, hell no. <laughs> she said, this is detrimental to your health just walking in here right now. We wow. walked out, we we got back on the bus and we left, man. And I that was it. Yeah. <laughs> so so that and that's when I that's when um I went to Pitt. My mom went to Pitt and said, look, we can't go to Finger. You gotta go some he gotta go somewhere else. He said, Well, you know, I'm uh, I might be an assistant coach at Hales Franciscan or I might be going to Carver. 
you know, all that stuff went down with Hell's Franciscan with the, you know, priest and the kids and all that type of stuff. So they was getting, because Hell's Franciscan at that particular time, that was, that was one of the high schools to go to. Yeah. Catholic high school. Yeah. And once that happened, we was like, no, nah, we can't go to that. We can't have ourselves in that situation and that type of environment. So we went to Carver, man. And it was just a, um, it was just a blessing come true. Another great coach and Bob Walters and Johnny Owens and Pitt and all those guys out there and line uh, and, and, um, and my man, Richie out there, man. It, it was just, it was just a, and, I, and, and you know what? When I went out there, man, I didn't know that my mom and my dad grew up with the teachers, like half the teachers that was out there. So wow. I was a long fan. Oh, man, you was gravy. Man, I was gravy, man. <laughs> you know, man, I'm like, I'm like, every time I tell this story, man, it's like, I was like, I'm lucky. You yeah. know, everywhere I went, I was lucky to be there. And right. you know what they say? You had to have a lot of luck. Yeah. Yeah. And where you gonna make it to. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, wow. that's real, Tim. Because you was one of the only high school kids back in the days playing with the pros at Chicago State. Oh yeah, no we question. was all of us was envious. Like, man, why we can't play? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tim, be out there with them green. Remember them green ass, them Air yep. Forces. Yeah, uh, the yep. first when they first came out. Because you know why? You know why? Because I was, uh, I was, I used to play with them around my house because I grew up in in South Shore area. So mm -hmm. when I went to South Shore High School, they used to play ball all the time during the summer. Ricky Green, uh, right. Isaiah Thomas, Mark Wyatt, Terry Cummins, uh, Terry, uh, Teddy Grubbs, all them guys used to come in that park. J.J. Anderson, man, all those guys used to come in that park. And I used to play against them, you know, in eighth grade. And right. freshman in Southmore High School. So when, when they was like, I'm going to these camps, I'm going to these All-American camps. I'm like, y'all go to these All-American camps. Man, I got the best tutelage right here. Right, like, right. Bro, <laughs> right now, y'all going to them camps. Well, you know, we get away from home. I said, man, right now, I'm getting the best basketball that anybody can ever get in life. Yeah, yeah. That's real, Tim. That That's is real, man. Because a lot of people wouldn't think that. A lot of people would say, well, Tim didn't get invited, you know. Oh, no, no, I got invited. I definitely got invited, you know, and I could have went. And right. you know, somebody could have paid back then. You know, you had to get sponsors, people to pay for you because mom and pops didn't have that money. But right. I was like, I was like, y'all, hey, y'all keep that money. I don't need to go. They was like, you sure? I'm like, look. Y'all don't even know who I'm playing with. <laughs> Y'all don't even know who I'm playing with. I'm playing against Z. I'm playing against Doc Rivers. Right, I'm talking about right. outside. I this remember Tim. College. Man, please, man. You can't nah. tell me nothing. Yeah, yeah, you was one of the first chosen ones in being led. It, yeah. it, yeah. it doesn't get no better than that, though, Tim. No, man. it doesn't. It nah. doesn't. So nah. I was all right with not going to camps. Man, we got this. We got this bag, we got that bag. I'm like, man, y'all have all them bags, y'all have all that gear. I'm getting toolish, brother. I'm getting toolish. <laughs> That's what I like. Yeah, and I, I, a lot of people always talk about this, Tim, and I know you you probably hear it a lot too. And I'm I'm just jumping. We I'm I'll be jumping all over, man. We not no journalists and all that. So <laughs> sometimes we just go off the top, man. But right, but. it's not scripted. No, no, man. That's, no, that's why we like, we like, man, we just have fun, man, on right. here. So. That's what it's called. But um, Illinois, man, the University of Illinois, you know, <laughs> and I always talk about this. I said, how the hell did Tim Hardaway 
get out of the state of Illinois, man. You know, how, you know. Another great story. So everybody <laughs> like, I'm short, right? I'm short. Okay, I'm gonna go back to high school. I'm okay. in high school. I'm talking to my coach. I'm like, look, coach, Bob Walters. I'm like, look, man, if I don't play against Tracy Dildy, uh, Anthony Manuel, uh-huh. uh, uh, what's his name at Roberson, uh, uh, Jerome Childs, Jerome Childs, uh, who else? Uh, all these other point guards that they think they're better than me. If I don't play against them this next coming season, if you don't have them on the schedule, and I told them back then, you know, one season was over with. If you don't have them on the schedule, I'm transferring to, with Donald Pittman at South Shore High School. Wow. Guess what? <laughs> had them on the schedule. We was playing them at, at Chicago State. We was playing them at Roberson. We was playing. So everybody was like, yeah, now you got your wish. I was like, yeah, I'm going to make good. I'm going to make good. Don't Y'all don't even worry about it. Y'all don't even, y'all, I, y'all get on my back. This is my <laughs> ram here. Out there is y'all ram. This is my ram here. I know how to take care of the South side. All right. right. So, so, so flip. My man Flip, he was like, so this is what you wanted, huh? You wanted 10,000 people. You want to get embarrassed. I'm like, okay. I said, okay. Right. They said, we're going to put Ramil Robinson on you. I'm like, I mean, Ramil, a little short. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, okay, okay. Yeah, I gave him 40. (laughs) Gave him 40. We lost in overtime. We lost, though. We lost, though. But they knew who I was. They knew who I was. You right. know, we played Crane. We lost to Crane. I got bridged against Robeson, but we was close. We was right there. Each game, we was right there. I just wanted to show my team that we could play with anybody in the country, in the city. We just don't have to play nobody in guards. We right. need to come out here and show everybody our talents because we wow. got great talent on this team. And wow. once, once I told them that and they saw that, I gave them confidence to go out there and do that, they was right along with me. All right, so Illinois. I wanted to go to Illinois. I wanted to go to DePaul. DePaul got uh, 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 what's his name? Uh, uh, my man Strick. Yeah, my man Strick. So I knew I couldn't go to DePaul. So then, because um, you know, DePaul was, you know, they was good for getting the guards from New York, New York. which mm-hmm. I, you know, that's what they like. You know, that's cool. And then um, uh, Illinois. Bruce Douglas, the Douglas brothers, then, you know, Kendall and all them guys, they like tall guards. So okay. I, I, I couldn't, you know, I couldn't fight with them about that. But I always told them, I said, y'all making a big, big, big mistake. <laughs> all right. So in the summer leagues, guess my man Collins come up to me. Coach Collins. Coach Collins come up to me. Yo, man, uh, 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 yeah, I made a mistake, man. Uh, <laughs> are you unhappy? Are you unhappy? I was like, hell no, I'm not unhappy, man. I'm great at Texas El Paso, man. They taking very good care of me. Do you hear me? Just like they're taking care of Liv and Illinois and Nick and Kendall. And, and yeah, I was taking care of like that in El Paso. So I'm great. He's like, you sure? You know, we, we can really take care of you. I was like, man, I told him, man, F him. That's why I told him. I said, F you. Y'all made a big ass mistake and you got to live with it. I said, don't come to me with that BS no more. And man. I, wow. So yeah, man, that, yeah. So yeah, I told him, I told him, I said, look, man, I can take y'all to that next level, all of us. 
But no, they wanted, you know, I, and, and look, man, I understand. <laughs> I understand you getting them high, high profile guys. They got all the ink and all this. And I wasn't getting no ink because I was a small guy, 5'11", three quarters. They didn't think I could hoop. All right, cool. That's, that's, that's fine and dandy. I just got to go out there and prove myself like I normally do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, Tim, I never up, Tim? I never heard that story, man. I'm glad you, you know, you actually finally let me know that because I was I was mind boggled by it. I'm like, why is Tim Hardaway not, you know, on University of Illinois, you know, team, you know, you was on that team, definitely, definitely. Oh, no question. No yeah. question. We, we, we would have beat Michigan. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> we would have beat Michigan. Yeah, and I lost some money on Illinois, too. <laughs> I was like, come on, Nick, these are my guys. I can't go against my guys. Right. But you know, that, that, that brother Glenn Rice had that had that rifle going. <laughs> he was stroking it all the NCAA tournament long. He was stroking it, He was stroking Wow. But then we can go to that game when you and my man Mark moved. Y'all oh, went yeah. at it, man, in, in the tournament, man. I was all glued to the screen. I'm like, man, that's my man from Chicago. <laughs> I knew about Chris, you know, McMove, but I was like, man, I'm riding with Hardaway all day, baby. You know? Actually, you so, know that. You know man, that. Y'all, y'all, what, the, what the numbers look like man, between man, them man, two? Me and man, man, Chris, we shot a terrible percentage. <laughs> 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 we, we was like, both of us was like, you know, like it, it, you, to us, it was terrible because in college, you know, if you're not shooting above 50% or 60%, they mm-hmm. terrible numbers. So it was both of us, we shot like 11 or 12 for like 32, 33. Yeah, yeah, we got them for shots, buddy. And I, <laughs> and I was, you know, I was kind of surprised that my coach let me get up that many shots too because he liked conservative, but I wasn't really listening to him. I was just <laughs> up there, do, I had to do my thing, get that W. I was like, he is not going to beat my team. I got to beat his team. Right. That's real, too. Damn. Man, y'all, that, y'all, was, y'all was shooting. I remember, man. Y'all, y'all, y'all was putting that thing up. We was making the job. And I was <laughs> like, <laughs> zero. <laughs> oh, oh, so you had a, you, I think you were the one that kind of opened up the, the doors for Chicagoans to go down to UTEP. Uh, because I think after that, you had uh, Johnny Melvin, you had uh, Marlon Maxey, uh, you had a couple of more guys, I think, that came down there after you guys, but I think you opened Carl up the floodgates. Davis. Yep, I think you opened up the floodgates to, for those guys to start going down, uh, going to uh, UTEP and, and balling out, man. And I tell, tell, tell our listeners a little bit about uh, Coach Haskin, man, because he was one of the first coaches that actually had the opportunity to coach all of all black team man, and, and, and let them and let them really get out. Well, you know, um, he, if you picture glory, if you know, if you've seen the movie glory road, that's Don Haskins, uh, his, his, um, he believed in his team. He believed in his guys. That's one thing that, you know, he always d- did. He work you hard. He'll be in your ass. But you know what? He believes in his guys. When it's time to play, he believes in them. And if he has a strategy, which he did have a strategy, he wants you to listen to it and wants you to go out there and carry it out because he's been thinking about it. He's a coach, you know, he's been thinking about and understand what needs to be, what you need to do to win. So, um, of course, he was the uh, 
the first white coach to ever start five black players in the NCAA championship tournament and beat Adolph Rupp with Pat Rowley and some other guys. And um, after that, Adolph Rupp really had to come to his senses. He really didn't want to go out there and recruit an African-American or a black guy. He, he really didn't, he, it was all about white guys with him. And um, after that game, he it really turned his head and, and made him understand that he needs some athleticism mm -hmm. because that's what UTEP had. They beat them with athleticism. Mm -hmm. Bobby Joe Hill, Big Daddy Lad, you know, and those guys, man, they 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 were they outworked them. They out physical them. They mm -hmm. out mental the mental state that they had because they wanted to come out there and win. And he unleashed a guy that wasn't supposed to play. He unleashed him. He had a heart murmur. He's like, yo, go for it. And he went out there and he went for it, man. So uh, Willie K. So, man, but yeah, man, them, them guys, um, and it's a lot of uh, tradition there. Um, coach Askin, when he was coaching, um, you know, he um, he brought a lot of tradition. There. He brought a lot of guys from California. Yeah. A lot of All-Americans from California. And I was like the first, I'm going to tell you this, I was like the first uh, guys, and a lot of people don't know this, since Nate Archibald. Nate Archibald went there. And a lot of people wow. don't know. Nate Archibald went to junior college and then went two years there and, gra and graduated from there and went to the pros. But a lot of people don't know that. I didn't know and, that. Yeah, and he and he uh, uh, he was my assistant coach. But I was probably, the after Nate, probably the first point guard coming back from the Midwest East Coast to go there and play for Don Haskins. Wow. And, man, it, it, it was just uh, the city – the city of El Paso is slow, but man, I had a great time, man. You coming from a big city, Chicago, New York, you come to a small town, man, it's humbling. It's humbling. Yeah. So you really see how people live. You see how people work. You see how people really take care of themselves and take care of other people. And you really see how, how, uh, uh, uh you know, genuine they are mm -hmm. really, really genuine and care about folks. And, um, you know, that's what, that's what humbled me. You know, mm -hmm. I, I wanted to happen fast. I wanted to, they, they like, you know, they slowed me down and made me understand, you know, it's hard working this. Mm -hmm. like, you know, you, you, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta chip that wood off slow. You mm -hmm. know, you just gotta take your time, chip that wood off slow, make this artwork happen for you. And then you'll reap the rewards of the art. And that's what I did, man. And, and, um, you know, just and then coming back to Chicago, hanging out, kicking it during the summer, playing ball during the summer against all you guys and all the pros, and just having fun, and then going back to school and being humble again and, and playing with my teammates. It that that's what helped me. That's what helped me. And then the tutelage of Don Nelson, uh, Don Haskins, of course. You know, making me understand how to run a team, what my team needs from me, how I need to. Uh, when it's time to take over, this is how you take over, uh, uh, playing defense, understanding angles, all that. You know, he helped me with a lot of that stuff. So, uh, you know, it, it, I was just, it was a blessing, another blessing that I was veered that way instead of going to Illinois or DePaul or anywhere else 
it was a blessing for me to go to El Paso and to make my path going that way. So it, it, it was great. Hey, Liv, so he had Don Pittman, Don Haskin, and Don Nelson. Yeah. And Pat Riley. And Pat Riley. <laughs> He had a lot of Dons, huh? He had a lot yeah. of Dons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, I did. And they all thought they was gangsters, too. <laughs> That's why they recruited you. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. They knew exactly. they was going to get a tough kid from Chicago, man. Oh, it, no question. Yeah, was, but but yeah, Tim. Man, so that's 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 great, man. That that you had a coach like that because a lot of guys can't talk about their college coaches like that, man. So I don't know how it would have turned out if you would have went to Illinois with Lou Henson because Lou Henson was not really a people person. You know, he didn't like communicate as much with us, man. And that's one thing I, I said that on a couple of our episodes a while back that the relationships wasn't like really there. You know, when you have, you coming from the inner city, you, we, we need that sometime, you know, we need that, that, that love, that caring that somebody, we know somebody has our back. So we going to do whatever it takes to be successful for them, you know, but a lot of time coaches just don't want to do it. It's like, my job is just to coach you. I'm not going to try to do this. I'm not trying to build a relationship, you know, this and that. So it's hard, man. And, I, and you had a coach like that, seemed like, and Don Haskin, man, doing that. And then now it's off for you, off to you to go to the NBA. And then you get drafted uh, to another great coach. I think, you know, I like, I love Don Nelson. I love the way he coached, man. And then you get drafted with, you know, I mean, you get, you, you're there with Chris Mullen and, 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 and Mitch. I mean, come on. Run TMC. Run TMC. That's where it all started, <laughs> baby. <laughs> so, so check this out. I'm um, I supposed to go and work out for Don Nelson and Golden State Warriors. It was a torrential rainfall that night. Could not get out of O'Hare. I mean, it, it stormed from 9 p.m. <laughs> until like 3 a.m. We was going to leave about two in the morning. They just said, look, we can't get out. We can't get out. We, 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 they, they shut down the whole O'Hare. That's uh -huh. how bad the rain was coming down. So I'm like, oh, well, you know, all right. I'm, I'm cool anyway. I said, I didn't want to go way out there anyway. I mean, I just, I just, I just was hooping with these other guys, you know, and I, <laughs> All right, fine. So uh, draft day come. Uh -huh. I, I thought I was going to go to New Jersey. Thought I was going to go to Indiana. Thought I was going to go to uh, uh, Minnesota. Thought I was going to go to uh, Boston. But come to find out after Don Nelson drafts me at 14, he's been calling and talking to all the other teams Say, yeah, Tim not going to last for three years. He got a bad knee. I wouldn't pay him all that money. Wow. <laughs> and, he ends up, and he ends up drafting. All right. So I, New, New Jersey ends up getting Mookie Blaylock. Minnesota ends up getting Poo, Rod, Poo Richardson. Uh -huh. Indiana ends up getting uh, George McLeod. Uh, 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 Boston ends up getting uh, one of my guys uh, from the WAC and uh, uh, Smith. And uh, 6'10", he, they thought he was going to be the next Larry Bird. And uh, uh, and then at 14, I go to go to State Warriors. But I'm out the lottery after 9 or 10. So I'm like, come on, man. You just cost me about, you know, anywhere from, you know, from, from, from uh, uh, 
what, 75 million all the way down to 25 million. Then I go to $500,000. <laughs> so, wow. but you know what? But you know what? When I first got there, uh, it was another blessing, man. It was another blessing. You know, everything works out in its way. Yep. And, and for that to work out in that way, and I get to the Golden State Warriors with great players, Mitch Richmond, uh, Chris Mullen, Crazy Manu Bow, rest in <laughs> peace, Nudie. Yo, so Nudie, I said, Nudie, man, uh, <laughs> how much is it going to take to get my number 10 from you? Uh -huh. He said 500000 <laughs> <laughs> He knew how much you made. <laughs> I said, Nudie. I said, Nudie, that's how much I make. He said, exactly. <laughs> he, 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 he said, I want, let me see how bad you want this number. I said, can I get number five, please? <laughs> uh, yeah, man. But yeah, but you know, it was just a blessing in disguise and the and the play with a guy for a guy and Don. Nelson that innovated how they plan today. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. everybody think it's my man from Houston or, you know, because he did it with the Phoenix Suns or he did he doing it with um uh, with Houston. Hard no, no. It started with Don Nelson with the Golden State Warriors back really back in Milwaukee. No, no, yeah, well, yeah, that too in Milwaukee. He yep. started with those guys. They they didn't see it then. With the Golden State Warriors, we saw it and we saw it, how it could work, and we had fun with it. We called it, you know, offense where we didn't understand it. We know y'all didn't understand it. Oh. <laughs> so we, we we might call out a play and we might say, you know, uh, something something X. That means totally something than what y'all thinking, and we move in totally different type of ways. And they like, oh, what? You know, I said, man, we practice, we practice this stuff every day. It, you know, it may look crazy. It may look wacky. But we practice every day so we can throw y'all off so y'all don't know what's going on. But, man, I tell you, man, the way the game is played today, that's what Don Nelson innovated back in the late 80s, early 90s. And a lot of people didn't like it. You know, mm -hmm. if, if he if he if if Pat if Pat Ewan would have liked it, that probably would have saved his career. Because mm. after Pat Ewan, Pat Riley, I mean, after Don Nelson came, Pat Riley came and tore his knees up. Yeah. <laughs> Pat Riley yeah. loved to run. Yeah, yeah. yeah. in yeah. practice. Yeah, <laughs> but no, man. But yeah, but, man. That, that's yeah. That, I agree. Know. I agree, Tom, uh, Tim. I remember because I was a Milwaukee Bucks fan. Well, I was a Marcus Johnson fan when he was with the Milwaukee Bucks. And I remember him bringing the ball up and doing, you know, some things. And I'm like, man, he's like six, seven, six, eight, handling the rock. So Don was one of you, right? He was one of those first guys that, man, if you can handle it, go ahead and do your thing, you know. And so I saw that. I saw that a lot, man. And and you're right, Tim. Your path, man, to your success on every level. High school, you got the right coach. 
you got the right team. Uh, college, you got the right coach, the right team. NBA, you got the right coach and the right team. A lot of people don't get those blessings like that, no. man. You know, no. and, I, and I can honestly say I was one of those guys. It seemed like I was always getting with the wrong <laughs> teams, man, and, and, and didn't get my opportunities. But you seem to got your opportunities, man, and you took advantage fully, you know, full advantage of those situations that you were put in. Yeah, yeah, I did. But, you know, they, they, they I had the coaches, Don Nelson, Don Haskins, Pat Riley, they saw what I can do. They just gave me the keys and they just said, go ahead and run it. Go ahead and run my team the way I want it to be ran. You know, and they, but they, 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 they had confidence in me. And I, but I made them have confidence in me. But, you know, once they give you that keys to that car, then let you drive it, and they and they look at you, and you calling out their play, and they like, okay, go ahead, do your thing. You know that that's the ultimate goal. You running your own team, that's the ultimate goal, man. And and um, but it, it happened because of Donald Pippen, you know, under, making me understand how I can control the whole situation, and I did it, and and I had a great tutelage and and Don Pippen. You did, man. You did. That's huge. That's yeah. huge. Pitting them gonna love that. Everybody at home at home, like, see, I told you, Bob, because I was <laughs> arguing with them about two weeks ago. I named my top ten all-time cone oh. players, and I didn't put you in there, right, Tim? Because you didn't live around then. No, they no, like, no, and they were like, "No, Bob, oh, it's wrong. Tim's supposed to be in there." So <laughs> you on here? So you're an honorary. Top 10, wild hunters. <laughs> I appreciate it. But, you know, I'm going to tell you this, man. It was some bad boys come out of Cone. You wow. know, you got Kevin White, left Kevin hand. White was cold. Woo! Yeah, Kevin White was Kevin cold. Kevin White was cold, man. It sure was. What do you think of Boozer? Boo, man, all, Boozer, man. <laughs> man, all them guys, man, was cold, man. I'm going to tell you this. You remember black-ass pickles? <laughs> <laughs> This was my boy, though. I ain't going to call him black ass. <laughs> Pickles was cold, though. He was dark. He dark. was dark. <laughs> right. But, but I'm going to tell you this, man. It was it, a lot of them guys, they grew up around the gangs. Mm -hmm. And those gangs took them and just ate them alive. Mm -hmm. You know, it just ate them alive. Mark Fowler, he was 6'5". Yeah, that, that was, was your big guy. man. That was my big man. I'm going to tell yeah. you this, man. I'm going to tell you this. He played on the last team uh, that won the Little League World Series. He was the pitcher. That was way back in the 70s or the uh, – yeah, in the 70s. He was 6'5". Right. He was throwing that ball, man. I'm going to tell you this. He used to take that ball out of bounds, and I used to fly. He used to throw that thing. That thing used to curve. I'm telling you, man, he had an arm <laughs> back then. But, man, I'm going to tell you this, man. The games literally – just just took him. Wow. Yeah. And, and, and he couldn't, I mean, he said, I said, why are you with a gang? He said, Tim, my mom is single. She goes to work at five o'clock, six o'clock. They know when I'm coming home. They on the porch waiting on me. I just got tired of fighting. I can't fight 365 days, you know. Right. I just can't do it. So I yeah. just, you know, they just became my family. I said, he said, if my mom was there during the day, I mean, during the night, then I probably would have survived, but she wow. was gone. And I, and I was like, man, you know, and, and he just, and you could just tell each year, you know, going into high school, he just kept going down, down, down. 
And uh, but yeah, that was a waste of talent, man. He was great talent. But yeah, yeah. I, those guys around Cone, man, it was so much back then. It was so much gang uh, activity around there, man. Yeah. If, if yeah. you didn't have a strong parents mm. or or just wanted to get away and get out, you was gonna get caught up. Yeah. Simple as that. You're right. Yeah. You hit it on like the head, it. man. And that's and that's sad too, man, Tim. If you really think if we we think about that, man, how how basketball to me is like the savior of, of Chicago. I'm just talking about Chicago. I'm not talking about any other city. Like if I didn't play that game, I don't know where I would have been. You know, if you didn't play that game, you don't know what really would have happened to you because we we knew that basketball was an outlet for us and it could help us you know, become someone one day, whether that's getting an education, going to college, doing whatever we need to do. But you have to have that mentor. You have to have that father figure. You have to have somebody in your life that can help push you and guide you in the right direction. And a lot of times our young men who does, who doesn't have that male figure in their life, it's, they tend to slip. And I think that's probably what happened to Mark. Cause I, I remember Mark, Mark was a hell of a basketball player. His brother Scott came out my year. So I remember the, you know, the brothers, the Fowler brothers. And it's just, it's just sad, man, to hear, hear those type of stories, man, how the gang activities, you know, you, you can get caught up in it. Yeah. Hey, Lynn, what's that school that everybody go to down by the project Beasley? Oh, Beasley, yeah. Now Cole was like Beasley back Beasley, then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was loaded, too. Yeah, we was, it loaded. was loaded. We was loaded. My yeah. mom took me out of there because she was like, uh, I had a teacher, Miss Pringle, was whooping everybody ass. Like, oh, you ain't staying there. So, but yeah, it was loaded, man. Yeah, we, was loaded. we was loaded. You talk about Miss Pringle at uh, Cole? At Cole. Yes. I you had, remember her? You yeah, remember yeah. her? She used, to, she used to hit you with a ruler, right? Yep, put you under a desk, lock yep. you in the closet, yep. all type of stuff. <laughs> so you remember that. But I, will tell you, I will tell you this. She didn't do nothing worse than Donald Pittman. Oh, Pitt was rough, dude. <laughs> Man, that shirt, boot, chest, oh, hey. Yo, <laughs> yo, they used to have that phone. Yo, Pitt, I'm about to send you one. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> See you. You go down there. And you get. You go in his office. I'm gonna tell you that man would have been in jail right now. <laughs> yeah. To this day, that man would have been. In jail, man. But he's trained up a lot of folks. He's trained yep. up a lot of folks. But oh my god. Oh my god. Woo. Tim, let me ask you about somebody in particular, man. He, he grew up around us, and I was on the other side, so I didn't get a chance to play against you. But my boy Mario Jones. Mm. From Corliss. Yeah, from Corliss, Mario Jones. Yeah. What you think? You think you think he could have had a stellar career had he got kept his head on straight? What you yeah, think? Of course. Yeah. Of, I mean, like I said before, it's about keeping your head straight. You know, right. it's, about, it, it's about understanding where you're trying to go. But you got to understand, you can't get the fast stuff and this and that real fast because it's going to catch up to you quicker. Mm -hmm. Go to school. Get your education, you know. Uh, uh, try it that way because you you can always fall back on education. Mm -hmm. and, and a lot of the, a lot of them guys, man, they just got caught up, and they just yeah. they just they just couldn't get out of it. And when and, and when they tried to figure it out, or when they did figure it out, it was too late. You like 22, 23 years old. Yeah. But man, it, that's the thing. You 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 got go to school. If you got a chance to go to school, Eric, okay, you're talking about, okay, 
a thousand people in the country trying to go make it to Division One colleges mm-hmm. and play on the Division One college. You know, that should motivate you to get your game better. Mm-hmm. But if you can't make that Division One, it's always Division Two. You know, you can make it. You can, you can make it in any way that you go to. Mm-hmm. They gonna right. see you. people gonna see you if you right. if you that good. If right. you're not that good, get an education right. And, right. And, and work. You know, because what you do, what you was going to do, is gonna be in jail or killed or always mm-hmm. looking over your shoulder. Right. You know? But and that's what that's why I tell folks today. Today, and I'm gonna tell you this. It was a lot of bad basketball players in the city of Chicago that didn't make it. Mm-hmm. But without them beating up on us and, and, and whooping on us and, and, help. and, and helping us get our game together, we wouldn't be here today. I agree. You know, agree. And, and I tell folks that today, man, you know, Darren Britton. Yep. You know, tough. Woo! Yeah, woo! Tough. Man, pick up basketball. Pick up basketball, man. I I, I was taking the ball out of bounds. I, I'm like, this is, man, this is he said, man, I don't care. I don't care. I play, I, I play hard wherever I go. I play right. hard wherever I go. Chicago State, everybody. First, I first, my first game in Chicago State. It was like what, 2,500, 3,000, whatever it is, 5,000 uh-huh. there. Yeah. So I get the ball there in Britman right there. So I, I, I mean, I'm on the baseline. Literally, I'm on the baseline. So I got to bring it up and do whatever. So I get to the free throw line of their basket. You know, I'm bringing up, and I think I'm still going. That man is laying the ball up. He <laughs> put the ball, and he laying it up. And out there, everybody's like, ooh, ooh. And then he started clapping his hands like, yeah, yeah, is this going to happen again? I said, oh, hell no. <laughs> I took him from baseline to baseline, crossed him over, laid him up, and won. I'm like, that shit ain't gonna never happen. <laughs> never. never. I said, you embarrassed me one time, and that was it. But you know what? I'm gonna tell you this. That got me, that 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 made me understand it's real. Right now, this is not high school basketball. This is college, European, and NBA basketball right now. So you got to bring your stuff every night. You know, you're looking at it, you're like, yeah, 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 yeah. I want to get in there, I want to get in there. But when you win it, woo (laughs) it's a whole (laughs) different level. So so I I attribute my career. Wow, man. Yeah, I I contribute my, my career to those guys because without those guys, and me playing against those guys at Summer League or at Fernwood Park or at Margate Park or at wherever that we played at, I wouldn't be where I'm at today. And that's and you know, you know what? And that's that's keeping it real too, man. Like 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 you 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 actually letting us know that and you letting people know that man Britman was a mother, you know, like he he helped elevate my game. You know, I'm not gonna talk bad about it, but I said, you know what, I'm gonna compete. <laughs> that's not gonna happen again, bro. Right. right. <laughs> so I I say that to say, man, now let's talk about your son. Like, what are you implanting into your 
your son because it seems like a little bit your son was going to that that same direction as you was like it seemed like everywhere he went it was like the perfect fit you know like you know i, I remember talking to you when he was I, I, he might have been a sophomore or junior in high school he was like man we just grinding you know we grinding out here man we just trying to make sure such and such boom boom and then next thing you know i'm looking i'm like he oh he, he, he at michigan you know <laughs> and i'm like wow you know so and that was a perfect fit you know for him yeah 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 you know what i i'm I, I tell parents all the time, take a back seat, shut up, be quiet. Let your, let your kids learn. Let your kids learn. I almost made that mistake of not letting my kids, my son learn on his own. I almost mm -hmm. made a mistake in stopping him from playing the game that he loves. I almost made a mistake, you know, always on him. You're not doing this. You're not doing that. You need to get better at this. Always criticize them. He didn't want to sit down with me and watch basketball games. He didn't want to work out with me. He didn't want to play with me, you know, and that really hurted me. So I had to check myself mm -hmm. and I said, look, man, let me be quiet. Let me encourage this, this guy and let me always be positive with him. And if he wants to ask me questions, let him ask me questions, but don't force the game on him. Um, if he want to work out, let him say, let's go work out, Dad. But when he was with me and we went to go play, he was always on my team. He was always on my team. And guess what, fellas? I always gave him the ball to shoot. I was telling him, go down there. I said, this game is for us, but we older now, but we got to get him uh, where he needs to be, what, how he needs to understand the game, how he needs to set up come off picks, how he needs to play defense, how he needs to get over picks. But I don't want you to take it hard on him. I don't want you to hurt him. But I want him to understand the game. And he always played on my team. And I got him the ball. And I said, you know, at last point, I'm like, listen, you got, hey, if you miss, we're going to be sitting over there. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, yeah, I'm putting pressure on you, but I'm not putting pressure on you. If, we, if, we, if you miss, we're going to be sitting over there. So, yeah. <laughs> right. So, so that's how the game, that's how I had him play the game with me. But yeah, man, I tell people today, don't put pressure on your kids. Let them play. Let them have fun. And they're going to come to you. If you're a basketball guy, you know how to play basketball, and you did this, they're going to come to you for tutelage. But let yeah. them come to you for tutelage. Don't force it on them because you're going to force them away from you. Um, but yeah, when he, you know, it, it was just a blessing in disguise. A guy uh, knew that the type of player John Beeline liked. And he 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 got uh, he told John Beeline about Tim. <clears throat> they came to watch Tim play. Tim was six six. That's his type of basketball player. Versatile. Uh, could do various things. Switch on defense. Rebound. Bring up the basketball. Initiate offense. He loves a he loves a kid that can shoot the ball. He that's all he. If you can shoot the ball, he wants you. He mm. wants you. So, uh, but yeah, it, it was just a blessing in disguise. That, and then, you know, they got Trey Burke, you know, I right. mean, I, you know, I'm like, you know, I'm not mad at Trey Burke, but I said, but Trey, at the next level, you're going to have to find people, you know, right. you're going to have to find people. Them guys, they want that basketball. You're going to have to right. find people. It's not so you actually, you actually told them that to him? Yeah, I actually told about that. I told him, I said, look, man, as a point guard, you're going to have to find guys. And when you get to the hole, you can't be throwing them no BS. You got to get it out to that guy, that guy, open man, so he can make that shot. Or you got to initiate offense. So you, I said, but right now, right now, you doing your thing, keep doing your thing, 
because you're going to take them to y'all going to the championship. So right. go ahead and get that player of the year. You're doing your thing. But I'm just telling you, at, when you out of here, make sure you switch. Uh-huh. And you're going to have to be a real point guard. Right. And so, but you know, it didn't work out for him in Utah. And, you know, he's struggling and everything. But I always wish him well. And I always talk to him because he's a damn good basketball player. And I, and I tell you this, he's like an Allen Iverson. But they, they just don't give him the chance to to be an Allen Iverson. That kid can really he I he can put the ball in the basket. Right. I I guarantee you that. If you need a bucket, if you need a bucket, he's not, <laughs> he, he's not scared to put the ball in the bucket. He's back in the league right now, though, right? Yeah, I think he was with Philly. Yeah, he was right. back Philly. in the league. And you know, and you talking about you know some guys that need to make shots and you know the end of games and you know you need to run offense and a pick and roll or something like that. Yeah, that guy needs to be in the game. Because he, he definitely give get you a shot. And it's gonna be a nice shot too. Yeah, I like That's him, man. I, I, I like this game. He was he was pretty good ball player. Now Tim, man, let's talk about this. <laughs> you got to. I know our listeners want to know this, man. Where did you get that crossover? Where did it come from, man? Like, did you watch somebody that was older than you, or like an older player? And you said, "No, what? I, you know what? I like what he was doing, but if he did it a little bit quicker, you know, he'll 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 break an ankle." You know. <laughs> so, where did you what what did you what did you start? You know, you know, really practicing that and, and figuring it out that this is my like this could be my go to setup move. I used to watch Pearl Washington when he was uh, with Syracuse uh, games of the week. You know, he I mean, he had a lot of stuff. Pearl had a lot of stuff, but uh, one time he um he was playing Georgetown and uh, Reggie Williams, he came down and he shook him off the screen, literally off the screen. And Nick Vitale said, "Look at him, baby! He just shoot Reggie with off the screen. Did you see that? He just crossed him over, but he did it. He came down, man, and it like he rolled it to he like this and just rolled it to his right hand." So the next day in practice, I went and I was trying to do that. I was like, man, I can't do this. <laughs> so, so, so I developed, I just developed something and I said, boom, boom. All right, boom, boom. Oh man, okay, boom, boom. All right, let me, you know, let me work with it one-on-one. Cause we play, back then we play one-on-one. Today kids don't play one-on-one because no. they think they gonna be embarrassed. Man. Right. <laughs> so, so you, so you, you rather be embarrassed in front of 20,000 people instead of being embarrassed in front of 10 or 12 or 15 people and working on your game, you know? So right. that, that's my, that's my understanding. So <laughs> I say, forget it. But, uh, uh, so I was just working on playing one-on-one, um, you know, and just doing my thing. And, um, uh, that's how it came about, man. And when we played against magic, them, we was playing against them in the second round of playoffs. And, uh, he was going through our, uh, he was, telling tidbits about the scouting report. You know, Chris Mullen, he's a shooter. You just can't leave him open. You know, you got to make him do something else and get his feet moving so he, you know, so he won't feel comfortable shooting the ball. Oh, Mitch Richmond, oh man, he's just a bulldog. I don't know what we're going to do with him. He's just right. a bulldog. And then he said, oh, Tim Hardaway, he got a killer crossover. You got to watch out for that killer crossover because he's going <laughs> to get to the rim anytime he wants to. And that's where it all started. And, um, uh-huh. you know, him just recognizing me and, and, and you know, and, and, and giving a little tidbits of, uh, you know, what they what they strategy was, not their strategy, but they, what they was looking out 
from a, a game plan from us. So that's where it came from. But, you know, it then stuck with me from there and it went and it's carried on to the day. Today, and, and today they still doing it at the NBA Combine. All right. That's what they, that's what they call the move. Everybody yeah, I cool. teach, when I teach the move, I say, Tim Hardaway crossover. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Tim, they got to pay you for that, don't they? <laughs> that, that's, that's the move, man. So that is your patent. Yeah, yeah. No, they if they not paying the logo, which I think he lying, but if they not paying him, you know, no, they're not gonna pay me. Oh, so you said Jerry West said that ain't him? No, Jerry West said they not paying him. They not paying. Oh wink, 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 wink. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I know that. <laughs> That's exactly what I say. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> and and dude, uh, that's on your shirt ain't getting paid. Right? Uh, dang, but, but, he, he getting paid a lot more money. He just he just donated a hundred million. You that's know, my man. That, I my mean, man. you know, that, I mean, he 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 uh he he's shutting everybody up about what he you know what he's about. You know, he's he he putting his um. He putting his money where his mouth is, and he's showing that you know it, it needs a lot of stuff need to be funded, and a lot of uh, uh, a lot of areas need to be funded for, for for to educate you know black people and and just you know get them on their feet and understand that you know shit black lives matter for mm-hmm. real right that's real Tim that is that is and Tim uh, have you thought about it I know you probably did a <clears throat> camp it's a ball handling camp man. For 30 minutes, not an hour, 30 minutes, Tim Hardaway, Killer Crossover Camp. Uh, you started off in Chicago, of course, and then you, you roll at the yeah. thing uh, out, you know, across the country. Because I think, man, you would get a bunch of people, man, want to be a part of that. No, no question. No question. You know, I, we, we uh, um, team of mine and my, my son, you know, we talking about it. Um, uh, we actually was going to get a, go go ahead and have some camps around the uh, country this year but you know COVID uh messed all that up so we we'll be right on time for next year uh next summer to have some camps and uh then I'm gonna start off in Chicago go to El Paso and then go around the region a little bit how far I can go okay yeah well make sure you let us know so we can put that out there man too on the show no and uh, hopefully we'll be blown up by the end too. Man. Oh, y'all will, y'all will. Oh, man, I, I, I see, I see y'all um doing y'all thing and and, and seeing y'all on Instagram and people talking about you all and and um uh you know y'all doing y'all. You know it takes time. Like I said, it takes time. You got to crawl before you walk. You know you got to walk before you run. You know you got to. You know that that's the way it is, man. That's and, right. And, that's right. And, and and if you try to get it right now, get it real quick. It's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. So uh, y'all doing what y'all supposed to do, and y'all believe me. Everybody recognizing you all, and uh, just keep getting people on. You know, get, appreciate that. Keep getting people on, and it's gonna work out for you. I do have one thing to say though. Go ahead. All right. My company, Banneker Watches. All right. Okay. Banneker Watches, a black-owned company. All right. Go to Benjamin Banneker watches.com bannikerwatches.com go get you a father's day watch very affordable i got three uh i'm the president of the company we got three uh tim hardaway watches that's out there gold silver and uh black pearl and um, um they very affordable and you'll be part of history man 
Benjamin Banneker, if you read about him, he built Washington and Virginia to what it is today and doesn't get the recognition of doing it. Isn't, so, that, isn't that the credible hope? Who, Benjamin Banneker? That's <laughs> Bruce Banner. <laughs> That's real, Tim. That's nice, man. Ben, Benjamin Banneker. Benjamin I might have to go grab me one for Father's Day. Real nice watch. Father's Day watch, man. Get it for your father. Have your son get it for you, whatever. But you, you, you'll be a part of history, man. And tell all your fans to go there. Bannikerwatches.com. Yep. All right. Yeah. Hey, I want to throw something in real quick, Liv, before we get up out of here with Tim. Uh, okay. Somebody had brought this, brought it to my attention that you and Byron Irvin and Nick Anderson was three people who came from the Red Division and got drafted the same year, and that's never happened again. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to tell you this. I didn't even know that. But, <laughs> but you know, right. we, we got we got drafted in the same year, yep. first round. Yep. Yeah, that wow, that is true. You know what? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I think, think y'all need to come back and talk to the kids about that, man. Tell yeah, the kids, man. You know what? I I I wow, I you know, you just saying that I'm thinking it. You yeah. never thought about that, huh? I never thought about that, man. I never thought about that, man. Yeah, somebody brought it to me and mentioned that. I was like, oh, that's real, man. Man, that's you told me you came up with that idea. I did? <laughs> nah. <laughs> well, you know, good artists create great artists still. <laughs> that, you know what? I'm going to tell you this. I stole a lot of stuff from a lot of basketball players and used it because I know they stole a lot of stuff from me. That's what one, one guy told me this. He said, man, you know, Look at other people. Take it from them. Mm -hmm. It'll work. And that's yep. what I did. You just go in there, you just take stuff. I, I mean, told my sons that. Yeah, just take it. I mean, it ain't theirs. It ain't copyrighted. <laughs> 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 they, and, and, and nine times out of 10, they probably got it from somebody else. Of course. <laughs> That's right. That's why Michael always, Michael Jordan always say he's not the best because he got he was able to look at other guys right. and steal. Exactly. And then Kobe said it too before he passed on. You're right. Same thing. He, he took everything. He got, from all, Mike. he got everything right. from Mike. So yeah, he right. stole Mike. I mean, <laughs> he stole Mike. Mike stole. You said Bob. Huh? You said Mike stole. No, I said Kobe stole oh. Mike. Right, right, too. Yeah, he stole. He stole everything. Yeah, Mike definitely, man, definitely. Even the way he talked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, everything to a T. But you know, yeah. but you know who who had the walk? Mike Jordan walk. Kendall Gill. Down yeah. back. <laughs> <laughs> he, he did. He did. He did. He did. We used to look at Kendall, man. Stop being like Mike, man. <laughs> <laughs> he's really sorry to walk. I'm like, come on, man, stop that, man. But you, know, uh, you know that special, man, when you, when people start trying to walk like you, man, yeah. and do a uh, lot, of, you know, emulate you a lot, man, uh, in certain ways. Yeah, man, Mike was a bad boy, man. Bad you know, boy. Bad bad. But, but y'all was lucky enough to hang around him and be around him, man. Oh, so I believe that y'all played a big part in his growth, man. Guys in Chicago, I know that for a fact. Oh, no, no question. No, once wow. he started coming out and trusting us. Because <laughs> 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 at one particular time, he didn't trust nobody. He was like, no, 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 I'm not going out there. 
Shit's crazy around here. <laughs> <laughs> but, you, but you know, but you know, Tim, we we got we 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 got that talk, man. We got that oh, game. Yeah. We could talk you yeah. up out of something, man. Oh, you yeah, know, yeah, and we did. We talked them right up out of there, Joe. Stop messing with them. You need to come over and hang out with us. You have a better time. And what right. you did, you could tell, man. Y'all cuffed them. That's right. Tony McCoy, That's right. all y'all boys. So man. so yeah, man. We go. So yeah, we gonna get Tony on too. We got to get Tony on, but but that. Let's talk a little bit, you know, so we can end this segment, man. And you you give some advice to the next young generation of hoopers, man. Uh, and you can use your your son as an example or, you know, you're just upbringing. Just drop some knowledge to these these, these young up-and-coming uh, hoopers. Humble. Stay humble. Um, don't write your story. Let somebody else write your story. And... Um, always always work on your game you know um, a lot of these kids um, don't want to work on their game work on your game work on all aspects of your game work on dribbling work on shooting work on passing work on defense work on your health work on staying in shape you know work on being strong each and every day you know uh and I tell kids this, don't never, ever, ever let anybody take your confidence away from you. Your confidence is the only thing that you have going from you. And if anybody can take your confidence away from you, you dead. You done. You done. So if you missed that last shot, shoot that mug again. <laughs> All right? Man, I'm going to tell you this, man. I went 0 for 19 from the field. Didn't know I had the record. Uh -huh. Man, the next night, when they, they, they came in, yo, you got the record. I said, for what? <laughs> <laughs> they said, you shot, I think it was 0 for 17. You shot 0 for 17 tonight. I said, for real? It's like, damn. Yeah, that was an off night. <laughs> I said, I guarantee you the next night I won't be 0 for 17. Right. I came out to get the against the Lakers had 30. <laughs> <laughs> short memory tip. Man, very short memory. I'm gonna let that thing go. I don't hey, yeah, I was over 17. Yeah, okay. I got confidence. I'm gonna shoot. Confidence is your you can't never let nobody take your confidence away from you. Wow. Never, 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 ever. But always work on your game and be humble too. Man. That's what's up, man. We got the killer crossover, Tim Hardaway on All Ball Chicago, dropping them gems, man. I hope you Tim, got you coming back. You gonna come back on again, man? Oh, come back on, which I thought you was talking about making a comeback in the league. Are you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm running these. I'm running these sixty forties to stay in shape. I'm not trying to play some more basketball. I'm like, what? Of course, man. Of course, of course, y'all invite me on. Right, you know, but I'm not coming. I'm not coming on at nine o'clock because that's ten o'clock my time, man. <laughs> I'm in bed laying down. You know, my wife be already. Oh, oh, who are you talking to? Like that all state. <laughs> 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 what, what, what you got on? What you got on? <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, another good one, man. Yeah. Nigga, Tim Nuts. <laughs> oh, you nuts, boy. Hey, man, you got to have fun with this, man. You got to have That's fun. Right. I hope she yeah. didn't hear me because after I get through with y'all, I got going there. She's going to kill. <laughs> <laughs>
Hey, hey, don't blame it on all ball, baby. Don't hey, blame no. it on ball. Hey, man, I've been doing this for 28 years. I've been married for 28 years. I love it. I wouldn't right. change it for the world. That's my life right there. So, you know, I have fun sometimes, you know, but, you know, you got to know when to be quiet. That's, <laughs> That's real, right. too. That's real, boy. That is, right, man, uh, thanks for having me on, man. I'll be watching you all. Y'all take care. Y'all be safe out here, man, and continue success. All right. God bless Tim Hardaway in the building, all ball Chicago. Yes, sir. Love, Love you, boy. Love you, Love too, you bro. Peace. Gone. Man, another good one, dude. That was a good one, man. Tim Hardaway, man, so much energy, bro. Yeah, I mean, that's what it's all about, Bobby. Man, just having fun, letting it all out, man. Enjoying. Like I said at the beginning, we not no journalists, man. We didn't go to school, <laughs> man. I ain't go to school for this. I we, went to school to be a school teacher. But we find people. <laughs> know what we talking about we know who we want to get on our show um we are a booking agent we do the editing <laughs> we <get the> <laughs> and we, we need sponsors man we sponsoring our own show man come yeah on. We man. get a sponsor man come yeah, on fox man. man come on esp come on man y'all come out let us man what's up mcdonald's man, man. Come, on, come on mcdonald's man, man. we need man. mcdonald's wendy's come on Oh, man, yeah. yesterday Jabari Park and Sunny Park of the day, Tim Hardaway. Come on, man. Last week, Sean, what you, man? Uh, uh. <laughs> Straight up, man. Tomorrow, though, we, have, we got my man Earl Lloyd coming on. Uh, the son of, um, I mean, Kevin Lloyd, the son of Earl Lloyd, the first African American basketball player to play in the NBA. He'll be on tomorrow at seven o'clock. Talk about his dad, man, his journey to uh, put him on the post stamp. Yeah. Man, that's what's up, man. Uh, to have, you know, someone like himself on, I mean, his his father was one of the first, you know, who broke the barriers in African-Americans being into that NBA and then having him come on. And I know he's doing some great things trying to uh, get the petition signed, uh, enough petitions signed for his uh, dad to be on stamps, man. And I think that's, you know, part of our history. And I think we need to, Definitely get that out there. And um, I don't know if he got the numbers yet, but we definitely want him on the show to promote it and try to uh, get the numbers, what he, whatever number he needs to uh, get this thing going and get it out so we can start putting him on letters, man, when we send him out. That's right. Yeah. Somebody said get Jordan on here. Yeah, if y'all know Michael Jordan, tell Michael Jordan to come holler at us, man. Man, we don't want Mike. Man, we don't need Mike, man. Yeah, man, Mike, 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 just anybody. Man, yeah, Mike need Mike hey, need hey, hey, Mike meet me around the corner. Mike need <laughs> Mike need you, man. Mike, see that sign back there behind me, man. All ball Chicago. Mike, come get some. Come, come on, get man. Some, come on, man. sponsor the show, man. We'll put a we'll put that logo on that boy. All day. All, all day. day long. Uh, man, we can talk all day long, man. I gotta go get me something to eat, big guy. What you on, big fella? What you gonna be but, on? But oh, you yeah. know what I'm I'm always on, man. I lace them up at the beginning of the show, and at the end. It's time for me to unlace the shoes, man. We up out of here. All Ball Chicago Believe Podcast Network. Go over there and hit all our shows, man. Bobby Reed, I'm out of here. Peace. Again, man, we'd like to thank, again, we'd like to thank Tim Hardaway for joining us today, man. Tim, we love you, man. Appreciate you, my brother. Much love, man. We up out of here. The killer crossover. Bop, 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 bop. Liv, you couldn't do it at 6'8", huh? Man, I can do that? Sure. 
Man, I had it. I had it. But I put that in and out in mind, though. I put it like, in and out, and then I pop out. <laughs> you go make a sound effect. Go, go, pop out. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.